why you feel sexy that explains it some uh, some Kajira times first then we're going to jump jump into those those good times yeah um, what's what's going on in Kajira what's happened uh, what's happened lately loads of stuff but yeah. let's, let's start off with the big ones yeah shall we go on just uh, give me a, give you just yeah Manta swaps look at the APRs just rocketing going up going up like Fine. the charts yes going like on the charts uh, up. blend started some marketing didn't they they have started yeah. marketing people yeah. are starting to know who Manta are oh. I mean, uh, blend. That's yeah. time there. One-sided LP swaps coming. On both. How excited are you for that? 
I'm pretty excited. I can't see in your face, show me though. Huh? They can't see my face. But That's yeah, why. Well, his I, face is excited now. So yeah, so imagine just, it. Just so you know, imagine it. So really pumped for that. Yeah. Uh, something coming up from the Senate soon. Uh, the six month financial report. It's been six. The Senate's been six months. Six months. months. Bloody long. Six fucking months. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah. It's been mad, hasn't it? Yeah, mad. A lot of work. Uh, anniversaries. Yeah, anniversaries. Yeah, Don't yeah, do them. Friendships. So it's yeah. just all. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's really good. How exciting! All chilling out in a log cabin together. Yeah, I really like it. That's the truth. It's got got a good vibe. Yeah. Um, what else is happening? There's a new website on the way. A new Ooh. Kajira website is on the way. Yeah. I don't um, so that's coming it. soon. I, I should really ask for a sneak preview. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Apparently, it's uh, all the best things are coming. Apparently, it's it's going to make you come. That's nice. I do like that. We've joined. Um, <laughs> Coming in your face soon. Do you know what? We've gone through all the good things. Do you know what? And, you know, it's been great. It's all wonderful. But now into the negative. Yeah. Because there are some. Tell you what. Same popped up last week. There are some phages out there, aren't there? There's some phages out there. You know, you can't chuck a crown on your head and call yourself a king. No. <laughs> you, you can, but it's not legitimate. Yeah. No. Um, did you, did you, did you? Participate in the, the Kingdale pre sale at all? I don't think you, anyone did. did it, no, I, don't, I, don't, I think someone put two or three dollars in. Oh, you know, banner. Yeah, someone sent them some sperm. I saw. Yeah, someone sent sent some sperm over. Not literal sperm. It's a coin. They didn't just sort of uh, put out a PO box. No, someone did. Someone didn't. Yeah, come into a bag and, and post it. Yeah. No, this was. Um, yeah, some some sperm coins. Yeah, um, sperm, we yeah. we didn't participate. No. Um, what a way to sell tokens, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a rug which wasn't a rug in yeah. the end. Imagine if imagine if it ends up being brilliant and we're just slagging them off. I mean, it's not. It's yeah. it's shite. Yeah, but imagine nine point nine. I'm very sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, can yeah. never be a hundred percent sure. There is more. Yeah, there's a, yeah. I'm I'm not seeing it happen. Yeah, I'm not seeing it happen. Yeah. yeah. But no, uh, sneaky, sneaky bought a bunch of followers. Yeah. There's a lot of that. <laughs> there's, a lot of that. there's a lot of that happening lately. Yeah. People bots around all these bots. Kajira had some bot issues lately. Yeah, yeah. Bots copying and and things. Yeah. People buying followers, bots all over the place. Yeah. Stop it if you're doing that. Stop it. It's outrageous. Yeah. We know who you are. If that's if that's your game, if your game's getting bots and buying followers. Getting well, sponsorship deals, all that, stop it. Tell you what, just go and jump in front of a plane. Yeah. That's what I say. Yeah, don't yeah. know that's possible, the, but yeah, well, you need to jump over a fence the, first and like the, security. Get, get the hell out of this town. Yeah. That's what I say to them. Yeah, yeah, not this, in my radio. Yeah, they're not not on my streets. Yeah, yeah, send them back. I will, I will, <laughs> I will lay you out, sir. Yeah, for bringing that garbage here. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, King Down, bunch of phages. Any, yeah, but yeah, um, <laughs> we're all about bringing beautiful things to Kajira. Yeah, things talking that of, add value. Talking of beautiful things. Who have we got on today? We have got gelato. Gelato. I think it's. I think it's time. Yeah, yeah let's, I think it's. I think it's time. Let's, let's get so it. that's. Uh, Are we getting? Uh, we getting, let's kick off for that. Hello. I think we've accepted. Uh, is this Riz from gelato on the gelato account? And then I think we are going to add Daniel. If Daniel's about. Hey, hopefully you guys can hear me. Yeah, Kristen Clear can hear that wonderful New York accent. Oh, I was very surprised. Most people can't hear it, but I'm glad you guys can. 
Yeah, only the best audio equipment at Kujikast. I'm on a, I've got a Xiaomi phone, so, you know. Yeah, only the, only the best. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Daniel should be on momentarily, but beyond happy to be here uh, talking with you guys. Amazing. Yeah, cool. look forward to it. We'll, we'll just, uh, we should, we, should we jump in? Yeah. Or we could even just do a, a random question if we want until Daniel uh, promptly arrives. We could do some. I got a good question for you, actually. Yeah. yeah. Who, who would win in a fight? A bear with a knuckle duster or a crocodile who has like human sized legs? I don't know. Can you really beat a bear? I feel like bears will mostly win in any situation. So. so, how a human human size legs? Yeah. Not, so not the legs of a human. No, no, no human size legs because that's you know crocodiles are known for having them strong little legs, aren't they? Or feet, whatever they are. They're still legs, I guess. I don't know a lot about crocodiles. I know that they're not to be messed with. On land or water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah. Top class journalism. Yeah. yeah. Exclusive. Is... <laughs> yeah. Smash that. Not getting out on CNN or Fox. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wish we did. Yeah. So, uh, is it Riz? Yeah, and sorry for not introducing myself. Uh, I'm Rizby. I'm one of the co-founders of Gelato. So... Yeah, it's Rizby and Daniel. We also have a few people from the team here, B-Bands and Try, and should be a very fun conversation. Nice, nice. Right. I mean, I guess I, let's let's jump in on the basics. Right, yeah. sure. like, so let's just pretend I'm an idiot. Pretend most of the people this listen are idiots. A lot of them are. Yeah, um, you can see old there's, boys there. There's a lot of idiots. Um, Keeps you know, as well. Yeah, loads of loads of fools. What what is what is gelato? You know, what's a, a simple overview? What what exactly is it? Yeah, the quickest elevator pitch would be gelato is a gaming platform that's focused on real yield. And when we say gaming platform, we're thinking something similar to Steam, but for Web three, where we're going to initially build a lot of the games, frameworks, and tools and tie everything back to your ecosystem. But along the way, make everything accessible to everyone, onboard new builders, give them access to our tools, our liquidity, our support, and just create this rich ecosystem of fun games and products that people want to pay for and use in like, you know, similar to traditional Web2 and just have the entire ecosystem sort of benefit from that and not just a small hand uh, full of people. That's great. So uh, let's let's talk. Let's get into the, the tokenomics and uh, what's your what's your total supply? Because that that's an interesting. Number. Oh yeah. <laughs> so our our main asset is called Gelato GLTO, and there's a max uh, supply of four hundred and twenty million. You know, even though that's a funny number, we took a look at other projects, and you know, based on like you know what we're planning on doing, figured hey. That's a pretty good number for us. So I think the important part of that is we wanted to have a max supply. You know, we were created during the start of, you know, a little bit right before the bull market started. And during that time, we saw a big trend of people starting to go in the direction of let's start printing a bunch of fake money and then make these values, APRs be really high. And during the bull market, stuff like that was really, you know, awesome. But in the long term, when you think about it from like an economical uh, you know, standpoint, if you print fake money, but don't do anything to like generate interest or yield back on your platform, you're basically going to lose in the long run. And that's something we've seen a lot of projects like Osmosis, Stargaze, Juno, they're all kind of seeing something very similar now. So we really wanted to put a big emphasis on having a max supply 
and also building core products that are going to generate real yield to ensure that there is a you know, sound economic model that leaves room for us to grow and do good things. Oh, you just you, you, you just turned me off. On, 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 turned me on. On, <laughs> on, very on, almost hard. So, um, uh, with that real yield, real, 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 that's that's what Kajira is all about, and I, that's what Gelato is all about. That's what I'm liking to hear. So, uh, so as, as we, I guess, it's kind of well. How are you getting real yield? Yeah, so the way we're generating real yield right now is we're releasing a suite of game products where we develop a new DeFi product called Staking of the House. This is basically crowdsourced liquidity. It allows any users to pool any asset together and lend that out to different protocols or smart contracts where, hey, you can use X percentages of this liquidity to do something and return, you know, that project or product is going to send revenue back to staking of the house, which is distributed back to all the people, all the people who are are staking. So right now we released staking of the house about a month and a half ago. We plugged in our first game, which is called Mortal Coin Bat, which allows you to spend a variety of coins with different prices, different, you know, odds, you know, characters, and all that is using Staking of the House. So when a user wins a lot of money, it's coming from Staking of the House. When a user loses, that amount that's being generated goes back to our stakers. And since then, we started uh, plugging in other games that we have on the platform, our NFT raffle, our lotteries. And to us, this is a start. When we think about Gelato, it's easy to tell people we're a gaming company because that's what they can digest. But at the heart of it, we're actually a general software development company. We're building games, but we're also building general purpose software. So things like what we're working on is like bot protection on the blockchain level. Right now, we see way too many activity with bots and you know people trying to do malicious things. So we're developing software to sort of handle that. And one of the things we're going to be doing is in the future, we'll lend this out to other people outside of Gelato. Like, hey, if you want to go ahead and take advantage of our bot protection on a smart contract level, pay us X amount. All of it will go back to staking of the house. We'll go back to our stakers. And the hope here is we aren't just generating a real yield through our gaming ecosystem, but also through our other platform, whether it be some type of DEX in the future, if we develop it, some type of straight, uh, trading, trading strategy strategies and other tools. We want to find multiple ways to plug in, you know, projects into staking of the house and a good advantage of that is too is in the future if we want to develop a new protocol like one of the things we're working on is a human oracle protocol allowing humans to come to consensus on chain to onboard certain types of data that's too expensive with traditional oracle for a project like that in the future would love to be able to go back to staking of the house and say hey Give us X percentage of the house. We'll use this money, generate this pro- product. And in return, when people use this human Oracle protocol, a percentage of all revenue will go back to the house. So I know I said a lot there, but that's kind of our strategy and thinking on how to generate real yield. Build cool, fun products that people want to use and they find useful that they want to pay for. And all of it is going back to our stakers. That's, that's, that's the Kajira mode. Yeah, it's, it's really similar to what we... Uh... What we what we what we fell in love with ourselves as uh, yeah. brothers with different mothers, basically. Yeah. Basically. So. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> might have some. You know, I know I said a lot. Daniel might have a different perspective or a different idea. So, if you want to jump in there, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. Hey. Um, 
I'm still digesting everything you just said. Um, but yeah, pretty much um, I'm really excited by the idea too. And, and Gelato, you know, we, we haven't been um, taking like our way, the way that we want to profit as an organization ourselves is also by staking, you know? So we have, you know, we have, we're kind of like using the same mechanism that we want other people to use, you know? So I feel like there's that, um, that's exciting to me too. It's not, it's not like we're trying to go out and get funding from an external source and then build staking of the house for everybody else. You know, if staking of the house succeeds for us, it will succeed for everybody, you know? So it's kind of like just having skin in the game. And um, it was exciting to build both like uh, I'm a software engineer, you know, so I was there are a bunch of nerdy puzzles to solve in, in the in, in creating this via a smart contract, which has a bunch of constraints on it um, from a technical perspective. But it's also satisfying to create something that is so open ended and how it can be applied, you know, like, in a, you know, they're, like Risby mentioned, you know, we can plug many things into it right now. We're starting off with games. And so it makes sense because we offer rewards in games and sometimes you know players win and sometimes they lose and so there's there's kind of a flow in and out but in other cases like um what he mentioned with a uh, bot protection or really even just general tools that might be useful to other uh people or devs on um you know kujira or on, on cosmos you know if they need some kind of tool for you know um or like i don't know create token or just doing one of the standard things that you might want to do and we could provide that at like a friendly user interface for that and charge like you know a, a, a small amount cents even a few cents you know that that can go back to the uh stakers as well and uh i know this is kind of like you know it, it's really cool with blockchain in general the fact that you can take like a single uh you know glto token and since the six six decimal places you could split that up theoretically evenly to a million different people you know like the that's i'm really just excited in general about that kind of thing because it's not you know i'm coming from a background in building apps uh mobile apps uh and just traditional apps that either you know that that use some kind of api for processing credit cards you know and the credit cards you know uh processing cost is expensive and it rules out a lot of innovation and and potential products that you could build because the fees are so large that you can't really innovate at a certain level if you're interested in doing some kind of you know high transaction a low cost kind of business uh you know um you know you can't do that with credit card processing but um, so I'm just really excited about the future, about exploring all the different economic possibilities uh, that we have here on blockchain and and um, proving out this whole protocol that we have, the staking of the house. Um, and another th final thing before I just like go off, uh, you know, talking for another 10 minutes is that the, um, you know, the ability for other teams to use this too, uh, to create other to in the future to open this up as a general utility for other projects. You know, they, they have their own tokens, they can create their own houses. And now, you know, you can augment the existing uh, ex exchanges out there by kind of showing things like, you know, uh, what's the real, you know, real yield of these different tokens. And you can, you can factor, factor that into how you, you trade, you know, by you, you're trading not based on just speculation, but you're trading tokens based on, what their rates of return their real returns actually are you know and uh so i'm I'm really kind of excited about this the the possibility of kind of bringing traditional um things from traditional finance into the you know DeFi world and kind of creating a synthesis uh that 
helps like bridge the divide that we currently see in the world. And the in like there's this crypto people and DeFi people, and they're kind of like in their own enclave. And then you have everybody else, and they have no idea what any of it's about, you know. So I'm really interested in like merging the two worlds to just, um, you know, bring more more people on board and to kind of see where we can we can take this to further uh, other projects and entrepreneurs out there who can leverage it somehow. So yeah, that's that's what I have to say on on that. Nice, nice. Uh, I'm I'm trying to work with some sound effects, sort of in response to things. Let's see what this one. Yeah. <laughs> on you. Oh, you got it again. Just little, that's like just a sh- just a show of positivity. Yeah, you know, like kind of. Yeah, so we like it. So, yeah, no, I know this. Yeah, so, so we know some of the games you got. You got you, you've got a coin flip, uh, lotteries, and uh, mortal com, com, mortal coin, bat. coin bat. Sorry, yeah, that's a great name. It is a great name. You should make a hat of it or something. What we, I don't want to ruin it, but what other, what other names could be games? Oh, they could be, uh. Street coin or something? <laughs> Street coin. We didn't have any prepared, but just an idea. Yeah, you know? just um, don't use them. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, carry okay. on. So, uh, what is, what is the tax back to uh, gelato holders say on a theoretical basic lottery game? Yeah. You want to take this, Riz? No, I'll, I'll let you take it, Daniel. I think you may be good, well suited. All of a sudden, um, I, your question. Your question was the uh, how do we? What's the tax? Yeah, what sort of tax here is given uh, back to uh, holders of the coin for playing the game? So the, the fee on average, right? So I think five um, percent uh, of what goes to the houses there's an, uh, there's a tax on that, and that five percent is then further split up. Um, you know, one percent going to you know three percent going to each of our three NFT series, uh, the holders of that, and um, another one going to the general growth fund that we have, and another percent going to um, I think it's uh, a grand prize uh, fund that we we, we started uh, initially. Um, and I think that tax part of 5% is really important is the way we want to build Gelato is with a very outpost-centric uh, mindset is we want to have a hub where we can experiment, build out the cool products and things we want to do, and then deploy those tools and frameworks to other chains using our outpost model. So in the future or super near future, we want to deploy a stake or a gelato outpost on Kajira. And this is going to allow us to, you know, deploy our staking as a house, our randomness algorithm, and a lot of all the tools and frameworks that we have in place that allows us to build our games. Once we have that, Kajira users will be able to natively uh, stake Kajira, generate real yield through games and products that will deploy there. But the big difference here is on our primary hub, the tax rate is 5%. Rest of it goes back to stakers of the house. Every other chain we deploy on our outpost chains, it's going to be a 10, 10% tax rate on that. And the reason for this is the current 5% goes back to our existing uh, holders, as Daniel mentioned, our core NFT collection, uh, you know, a development fund and towards G-Key. The other 5% is actually going to go back to stakers of the house for Gelato. So in the, in the future, our hope here is that you can stake Gelato. And as we expand across the ecosystem, as we deploy more outposts, you're actually going to be earning real yield 
not only from Gelato, but all these other assets that are being used. So when people are paying for products or playing games using Kajira, that additional 5% tax will go right back to staking of the house. Staking of the house of the GLTO stakers. Correct. And, and, and as well, because we, we understand, you know, this is gambling or, you know, however, or chance, if you want to call it. Uh, what are you doing chance. with, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's chance. It's chance. It's not gambling. It's, it's chance. chance. Yeah, same thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing on the, the legal side with uh, licensing? licenses uh, for jurisdictions or is your plan to uh, block geo block some uh, certain <clears throat> american states yeah our longer term <laughs> plan which we're actually currently working on right now is starting a bbi starting a proper you know working to finish up uh, our proper business and legal entity is we want to make this scalable and in the future unfortunately we will have to do geo blocking you know for areas and regions where we don't have access to a certain type of license, we'll have to block those people out. But our goal is to work with those uh, licenses, especially within the U.S., to make this one of the first legit Web3, you know, casino, luck-based uh, gaming platform that's accessible to everyone. So, you know, people could say, hey, why aren't you working on that right now? And, you know, what I would say to that is there's a lot of gray areas within crypto right now. And when you first started venture in business, it's always about do we focus on security or scalability? We could spend all of our funds and time building out the perfect legal entity, but what, what happens if we do that and but we neglect it to build games out and experiment and see what people really want? Then we really miss out on the chance of knowing is this a good business model or not? So I think you know, since the time we've been here, all the cool things we've developed and given away, it shows to us that at least that there's a big appetite for this, that people really want this, and this is lacking within Cosmos. And generally through Web3. So now is the time where we take, you know, everything we've done, we build out all the proper frameworks and build this into a proper decentralized business that can scale, be legal and be something that people can trust in, invest in. And, you know, something that grows and does well, well into the future. Yeah, I, I like that. Yeah, As they say, you, you, need, you can only do two or three things, right? Speed, quality and price, right? And you need to always cut one out, right? So you're going to need to cut out uh, the speed really a little to, to get a guarantee what you're getting. If, if it's like a little yeah, time. Rome wasn't built in a day. No, you know? too many days. Yeah, like six. And also to further protect ourselves too, this is one of the big reasons why Gelato has no investors. We don't take VC money. Even our initial token of GLTO, we literally gave that away to people because we wanted to bootstrap a community. We don't want to give you something to say, hey, buy your asset and then boom, you're going to make a shit ton of money. That's not the type of mentality we want to build. A lot of projects, you know, their focus is on how do we make our asset price go up and down? The gelato business model is, yeah. it has nothing to do with our asset price. The way we make money is when people use our products because they love it, that generates the yield. So gelato token could be one cents or $3. That really doesn't have an impact on what we do. And you know, I think we've tried taking all the proper precautions we can to make sure that Gelato isn't seen as a security or there are too much legal implications. But we're definitely at a point right now where we need to push more on those things because now we have the funding, we have the team, we have a lot of strategies and make this into a robust legal, you know, Web3 business. 
I love that. Obviously, that was going to be a question about VC funding, but we, yeah. you haven't got none. And bloody VCs. Yeah, bloody VCs. We know what they did with Kajira. Oh. Always dumping, not always, helping. They should jump in front of planes. I as think well. the problem with yeah. VCs is they're always focused on short-term returns. You know, if anytime they get involved yeah. in a project, they're like, hey, how can you squeeze your existing user base and get a bunch of other people to give up their money very quickly? And sometimes they're looking for an exit. That's not the right way to do it. You know, we're, the reason why we open source everything, we're trying to build this open platform, isn't because we're trying to be hippies or anything. It's like, hey, there's a lot more financial benefit of creating a platform that's easy to use, easy to onboard people, where people can bring cool things. In the long run, we think that's going to pay off a lot bigger for us, our community, everyone involved, versus going the easy route of, hey, we'll work with some, you know, VC shark, give us a few million dollars, and we'll try to milk this as much as we can. That's not a very sustainable business. I'm kind of glad that Kajira, you know, as I talk about Gelato more and knowing the things I know about you guys, you know, it's, it's nice to see that we're kind of all on the same page. Like the reason why you guys are doing well, Kajira, during a bear market like this is you guys took all the proper steps. You guys built our core products people want to use. You focused on real yield. You guys provide a shit ton of support to builders and anyone who wants to come here. Like these are all the recipes you need to launch a successful business, blockchain, and I feel like in the future, more and more chains are going to look to Kajira and what's happening here, even Gelato, to maybe, you know, copy some of this stuff, which is perfectly fine. I'm glad that you guys figured out the, you know, the magic recipe. Yeah, well, uh, oh, it's, it's true, right? VZs do not create communities, right? Oh, yeah. That's, that's, they yeah. dump on them. They, 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 they turn them over and, and yeah, give them no, a bad time. Yeah, with no Vaseline. No. Yeah. Uh, also, just very quickly. Donkey Coin Queen Tree. Mm. Or Banjo Queen Just. Oh, I love that. I used to love Banjo Kazooie as a game. That was one of my most favorite Nintendo 64 games. Why did Xbox have to buy him? Oh, uh, bloody. Ruin everything. Give it back to Nintendo. Okay. I never played number two. No, that game was like $1,000. That's why. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> One yeah. day, that's my dream. Yeah, it's a joke. That's why I hope so. Um, one thing. Um, so my chair's so squeaky. It's unreal. Yeah. In it's a ball unreal. It's the chair I'm going to get. You lot, I'm not going to believe it. Um, so, see, you know, you guys, um, you're leaving leaving Juno. Um, so, what what is the um, what is the what is the plan for July moving forward in terms of of placement and um, yeah. Of course, as well. Like, um, uh, what what does that mean with Kajira? Yeah, definitely. So when we talk about our move from Juno, we're primarily talking about where our primary hub is going to be. To us, our primary hub is where we experiment, where we prove out proof of concepts and get these things ready to be production built so we can ship it to other chains like Kajira. So Kajira will be our first outpost. You know, as I mentioned, all the good things that are coming to it. Just, you know, in terms of where our primary hub is going to go, we're actually looking at a few chains right now. We haven't fully made our decision. We're looking at Archway, Say, uh, Say Network. We're also checking out Kujira to also act as our primary hub and not just a outpost. So these are things we're working with through, through with the team. We're also talking to teams of the, you know, these different blockchains. So in the future, we definitely will announce where our primary hub will be. But again, that's just more for where we experiment, build stuff out. And, you know, there's a good chance it could be Kajira. I think you guys have a lot of what we need and are looking for. And the fact that you guys have access to such, you know, rich price information within your within every block, like that's a big utility that could be useful to us. So, like, we're considering all these things right now. 
Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, there's I, a lot of synergy. I think I think a lot of uh, a lot of people in Kajira would love to have you, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, if there's anything I can do to convince you, anything, even not even essential, anything, even if it's illegal, he might even do it. I might even do it. You just let me know. Any of you, any time of day, Come on, any day of the week, would be great. But I could. I have plenty of that. Anything can be arranged. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I will get on that plane. One of the things that we're really excited about with the outpost model is we definitely do think Kajura is the right place in the long term to have most of what we're building. So as we build out these outposts with Kajura being the first, as we deploy products and keep the community part of the building process, help us build something that's really amazing, something that you guys want to use, something you guys want to tell your friends about, your grandmas about, or whatever the case is. And I feel like as we see more traction on a particular chain, that's kind of where we're going to be looking to invest most of our energies and support. You guys are fucking great. And, you know, I think we'll be able to do something great together to onboard more people. Like, we need more normal users in this space. And stuff like gaming, traditional apps like eBay's, Etsy's, or even OnlyFans, this is how you get normal people into these types of ecosystems and not just have a place where people who only know about crypto will interact. You know, then at that point, we're just all trading money between ourselves. Yes, exactly that. I mean, that's, that's really the trick is, is bringing Web2 into, into yeah. crypto. People are not knowing that it's crypto. It's just, it's just people fluid. People not turning up just to, just to play crypto, you know, but maybe, you know, to do whatever other thing it yeah. is, whether if it's, it's whether pay, games. Pay to see some... Uh, or vaginas yeah. or whatever penises yeah if that should be both no oh yeah 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 no one's just paying to look at one are they well i think people do oh okay um, and that's that's the problem that really needs solving <laughs> yeah you know i mean <laughs> on top of all that you know from the from a developer's perspective, you know, I, I'm somebody who, be, you know, in the past, I was trying to build mobile apps from, a, you know, a laptop at Starbucks. You know, I'd go there every day just with a meeting, you know, new groups of people trying to trying to do startups, going around doing pitches and putting together PowerPoint presentations. And, you know, it's, it's, it's exhausting. And there's so many hurdles in the way and things that you're not fully in control of. You know, you have to get in front of the right people. They have to like you. You have to know how to communicate with them. And you know, it's 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 not a world that everybody has equal access to. And I think that there's an opportunity here not only to like bring web to developers and general purpose applications onto the blockchain, but but to do it in a way that kind of opens the door to other individuals like myself and uh, like people who are just compulsive builders or, you know, and entrepreneurs and small teams, like informal groups of friends that are trying to work on something creative, you know, we need more ways to let them succeed without having to uh, sometimes, you know, grovel or figure out all of the, 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 you know, com figuring out how to like manage the, the business. I wouldn't say the business world, the, the fundraising world, you know, the, the world of convincing people to give you money, you know, we have opportunity here to, um, tell people the community uh, what we're going to build um, and to, you know, slowly prove it out and, and have the the entire journey from kind of the idea to the to the end product be something that happens in conjunction with that community, with the people who are excited about that idea, who want to see it happen, who believe in it, you know, and do it in a more transparent way. And, uh, 
I, I've really enjoyed that with Gelato. You know, a lot of the people on our core team, they're just, you know, people who were who randomly found us where they got an airdrop and they dropped into our Discord and started chatting and um and they've been, you know, and and to see where we've we've, you know, come from and how far we've gone and you know, in conjunction with all of these people, it's just been great. And and they've been constantly giving us feedback. We take that feedback, we we might, you know, feedback regarding anything, the user interface, some business strategy, really just having open dialogue with the people who want to see Gelato succeed, you know, is a new experience for me and I've really loved it. Um, and I, I think that we're only at the beginning of what's possible. So, you know, my ulterior motive and everything is to kind of create a environment and a set of tools and uh, building blocks that uh, other people can use to help materialize their own visions and their own, their own dreams and imagination uh, that's less impeded by all of the, the, the traditional impediments, you know, that are, that are in the way um, because there's so many things to do. Not only you can, can you bring in existing kinds of apps, but there's so many ideas out there that have never been done uh, and that, and that are great ideas. And so I, you know, I think it would be good for the whole world if we could accelerate you know, the, uh, the rate at which those ideas are tried and, um, uh, you know, in, in, and in a way that's accessible to the world. And so I think this kind of this technology uh, and this ethos is um, something that I'm, I'm really excited about. And I think you guys, you know, are on board with this sort of thing, too. It's just the, the community project rather than, you know, um, the, the traditional approach. Like bring it back to uh, bringing in in the next wave of uh, users. I, ideally, what would be great if you could get a Sonar integration sorted as with, with this app. It just makes everything so so easy to use, and none of this ledger stuff. Making adding the extra security layer, which stops people from entering the market. These sort of little uh, little things can can help Gelato grow so exponentially at, at a rapid pace. Rabbit or rapid? Rabbit. Or both? Rabbit. Rabbit, yeah. Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like honestly, like Sonar would be be great to have have it uh, included on, on your website so people could uh, get 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 into uh, the games. And talking of games, what future games do you have planned? Oh, this is going to be a fun list of games that are coming. Uh, so right now. We're currently in active development of video poker and a traditional lottery number picker game, which we're going to be deploying to Archway, Juno, and Kujira around, you know, very similar times. But beyond that type of game, we're also looking at traditional casino games like slots, blackjack. We're also going to be building a mobile poker platform so people can use, you know, play poker on the go, but also be powered by the blockchain. And beyond that, we're also starting to explore, you know, more games that just aren't luck-based. You know, one of the things when I was growing up is I loved this game called Pokemon. You know, I feel like most of you know about it. You go around, you find these little creatures, and sometimes you can find a shitty Pokemon that might be worth nothing, and you train it, you battle it, you make it evolve, and it becomes worth something. Like, you know, a mag- you know, a Magikarp too, it's like, you know, evolved form. So we're building yeah. Pidgey's always crap, though. Exactly. Pidgey's always Penny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about Pokemon today. <laughs> Not right, just like I was. Yeah, it's so, great. I'd recently just bought a switch because I just wanted to play play them. Blue, blue and red. Yeah, blue and red were the, the OGs. Love exactly. them. Wait, and those 
I believe you were around the same age of us, right? Uh, like early thirties, right? So you were you were on the the game, you were on the Game Boy. So you were in the the original tread of the Pokemon phase. Yeah, right? I, I was there from the very beginning. Even like the first time the show came out, the cards, every game. I was a part of all of that, yeah. and they clearly figured out a formula that loves that works and works well. And we're also looking to build something very similar, build some of that same feelings that we had when we were younger. Is we're building a monster breeding, battling, and exploring game called Gelato Monsters Unleashed. The token will be uh, the asset will be called Beast, and the idea is we're working on building some set of technologies that's going to actually let a NFT evolve. So think about if you start with an egg, right? You can use a variety of potions and other things to enhance what your egg might become. Once the egg hatches, it becomes a creature. But now you could take that creature, battle it, transform it using other NFTs, and customize it the way you want. You know, going through the game, battling bigger bosses. And, you know, the hope is you take something that potentially wasn't, you know, worth a lot. And through your time and effort, once you make it to this amazing status, you can benefit from its reward or give it away. When I was younger, I played a game called League of Legends. Poor college student. I spent thousands of dollars buying skins. I no longer play that game. But that all those amazing rare assets that I own are worthless now. And we want to get away from that. We think there's a big chance to make gaming and NFTs become very well integrated. People so far have been yeah. doing things on the simpler side. But we think there's a new approach of transforming NFTs. And building this fun world, you know, eventually it's going to be an open world where you can go find other people, battle. There's a chance that, you know, if you lose too much, your monster might die. Just kind of build those fun, uh, you know, things into this game. Sounds good. It sounds like a web monster to die, though. Oh, yeah, no one wants their monster to die. But if they did, you'd be sad. But it sounds like a 21st century Web 3.0 Tamagotchi in a sense, right? Because everyone had that's exactly what we're going for. We want something that people are going to be attached to, love seeing. You you come every day, you feed it, or you go give it on some adventure. It gets sad, and if it gets too sad, this thing might die on you. Or if it's too happy, it performs better. Like we want that type of feeling to be captured, but within Web 3. Yeah, I killed my Tamagotchi so many times. I just didn't feed him for several days, and he was just like really pissed off at me. And he wouldn't eat in the end, and he just refused, and he died. So, yeah, having it on the phone would make it. You sad. want another chance? Yeah, I want to get that one back. You want another shot? Yeah, yeah. got to redeem it. Yeah, because I don't really want to test that on my firstborn. I'll do it. Yeah, on your firstborn. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, but we'll not feed it. Yeah, anytime. Yeah, oh. appreciate that. That's very kind. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> You got more questions, or are we gonna are we gonna let the, the audience? Yeah, we can we can take some audience questions if they want to pop in at any time. Open the floor. So if if anyone um would like to ask any questions, to or make a statement, or a, or a, or a comment, or anything that you'd like, please uh, raise your hand. No, I mean while we wait for P, uh, people, I kind of had a question for you guys. You know. It kind of sounds like you guys also like gaming, you know, maybe we come from, you know, very traditional or similar backgrounds. What is the type of game or something that you guys would love to see on Kajira? Now, give us some ideas. Maybe we can make that come to life for you guys. Well, do you want to go first? Well, I, I, I game quite a lot. So, uh, uh, well, stuff which isn't like technically feasible, right? The AAA games, like I'm playing the new God of War now. It's not as good as the last one, but it is what it is. A bit disappointed. But ideally, what you said, sort of a Pokemon vibe. I love Pokemon so much. 
it still makes me feel like I'm ten and happy inside, and in a, in in the yeah. old old age happy yeah. side, not in the current day happy side. Yeah. yeah. Well, my my answers may be a, a little different. Actually. So, I mean, that makes sense in terms of that's that's sort of a wider crowd thing. But personally, I was um I was really into games like Broken Sword, uh, Monkey Island. Um, so. you know the sort of um click click click, click and point uh, point and click you know, kind of adventure puzzle games. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'd love to see something with that kind of, that kind of vibe. Um, what do you want to know? E- even, even a cool pinball game. I love pinball. Yeah, so I do. Pinball now, yeah, I love true. pinball. But if yeah. there was a way of like you having it on the, on the phone with the little rumble, you need the rumble. Yeah. You need the rumble. So, you know, that because yeah. it doesn't give me the, the same vibe when I'm playing on computer or anything, because you don't get the rumble on, on, on in the keys. Right. Yeah. So, um, so that's the problem. But in phone, that kind of goes hand in hand with a phone. Right. Because you get the vibrator. Yeah. Nice. I think like, yeah, like the class, classic kind of arcade games would really yeah. fit well, you know, and I guess. Even even a basic two D side scroller, you know, we got Keeks in the house. Hello, yes, yeah, so like he, he's a he's a maestro in the in the eight eight sixteen bit sort of art, sort of like even like a sort of Mario, like a Super Mario Bros. two sort of vibe, something like that would be kind of cool hmm. with a whelm possibly. And that's honestly the type of games that we want to build towards. You know, sometimes you have to start with something simple to build those frameworks. And this comes back mm-hmm. down to what is the ultimate goal? Why are we con- continuously building these things, open sourcing it and giving it away? Because we're working towards building that type of gaming economy slash marketplace where someone mm-hmm. could come in and be like, hey, I really love a pinball game or I really love, you know, shooting ducks or, you know, Street Fighter type game. Mm-hmm. I want to go ahead and build it. We want to give them all the tools, the framework, if they need liquidity, support, bot protection, whatever they need. We want to provide that so people can come build these unique and crazy games. You know, if you look at the history of PlayStation 1, one of the first games that came out for it was Crash Bandicoot. If you play it now, you're like, oh, this garbage thing doesn't look that great. But a lot of technical breakthroughs had to happen for that game to be possible. Sony and other companies provided the framework. A team came in took what they had, did some creative stuff with it, and now we have a game like Crash Bandicoot, which opened up the door for bands like Banjo-Kazooie and other games like that. And we're looking to do the similar things, give people the foundation, the pieces, and then let them build cool stuff out like this while we continue to do so, so we can show people what's possible. Amazing. That's really cool. That sounds great. Let's give the floor to Red Red Eyed. Go go for it. Ask your question away. What's going on, guys? Thanks for uh, giving me a chance to ask my question. Can you hear me all right? Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, Sorry, go ahead. Go for it, man. Okay, cool. Yeah, I was just, you know, as you guys are talking about all these different ways of um, being able to bring these gamified experiences to individuals and then how you can kind of tap into the real yield narrative at the same time, one of the I've had this idea kind of rolling around in my head for like six months now where I'm imagining this idea of a digital arcade where, you know, users pay these really small fractions of, uh, of tokens to, or really small amounts of tokens to play these games that they would be, you know, kind of playing in their off time regardless. Um, but finding a way to be able to incentivize competition on these games, like, I'm thinking of 
the the old game like Flappy Bird, right? Imagine if the top three high score earners or players all earned a small piece of the cost to like play that game, right? So individuals want to play that game so that one, because they like it, but two, because they want to be able to get into that competitive spot where they're now taking a real small portion of whatever the cut is of, uh, of the earnings. So I don't know if you guys have ever kind of thought about, um, you know, an idea like this or approaching, um, you know, in being able to incentivize games like this. I'm uh, curious to hear what you have to say. I mean, that's a great idea and we should totally do it. I mean, I haven't thought about, you know, using the ranking like that before. So it's a, it's a really good idea. Um, and that's, you know, that's certainly something that we would um, try. Uh, I think right now, um, you know, my, I'm the only, I'm, so far I've been like the, the, the sole like application developer on this. So I've been building the front end and the smart contracts and, and all that. And so, you know, it takes time and some expertise to build out the, the graphical part, you know, the artistic part of, of games. So, you know, once we start finding those individuals who can contribute that aspect of it, I think it would be great. You know, it would ramp up our, our velocity. And I guess I got those other parts covered, you know, really well. And, you know, a bunch of tools and uh, things at my disposal now, you know, that I can use. So for, for this building the smart contracts and all that. So um, yeah, as soon as we, you know, we start building those sorts of things um, you should hop into uh, our discord and, you know, if you want to like brainstorm, uh, you know, like different ideas for how to do this, that'd be really cool. Um, like, yeah. You have anything? To yeah, say I was actually really happy you bought this up. You know, before we build up the beast game, we really want to prove out the technology that, hey, we can build cool NFTs that transform in a way that people really appreciate. So we're looking to actually deploy a game on Stargate. It's called like NFT Battle Royale. The name isn't finalized, but the, the premise is, you can create like user profiles and you'll have like a profile NFT avatar. And then depending on what NFTs you have in your wallet, you can have it like fight each other. So you can have bad kids fighting women of cosmos. You take different attributes about the NFT, the market information, and you use it to sort of generate like how powerful, you know, an NFT might be. So I think a place like that is like, we could have brackets where like, hey, it's an eight week competition. You have 20 NFT projects starting out in this battle royale. Every week, X percentage, of the, you know, the, the NFT projects are sort of, you know, beaten out. And along the way, people have to pay to bet. And you're building this pool that continues to keep growing, that keeps growing week over week until you hit the very end. So every week, part of the payout to everyone who's involved, the spectators, the people playing in it, they get part of that cut. But by the end, once you only have two major projects left, let's say Space Skellies and Bad Kids are fighting it out now, then whoever wins gets access to that really big crowdsourced uh, you know, price pool. So I think ideas like that would be great to integrate here. But as Daniel said, would love for you to jump in our Discord. Maybe we can figure out a way to do this on a smaller, easier scale. Just to prove out that, hey, this works. These are the tweaks we want to make. So when we release this yeah. Battle Royale game, we can implement those aspects into it. I mean, even with Mortal Coinbat, you know, we, we've been thinking like it needs more of a, of a hook, you know, to keep people coming back and playing more, you know, and um we were thinking about, you know, adding some uh, winning streaks, you know, so you get some boost to your odds as you as you, you know, you continue to win. Um, but also the idea that you just described would be applicable as well. Like we we should have a leader, a leaderboard and maybe uh, people in the top you know, bracket 
are, you know, uh, receiving some extra share of the uh, earnings. Um, so it, I think it's an immediately applicable idea. So, yeah. Um, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, of course. This is just that this was kind of a culmination of a few different ideas, like watching different grant programs, trying to figure out how to incentivize like optimal economic models. Right. So like if you submit a grant to optimize an economic model for whatever uh, DeFi product you have, if your optimizations were, let's say it's reevaluated on a three or six month basis like if your model is continually chosen by governance or by whatever method you're choosing um you know these these different parameters and models then whatever mm -hmm. allocation was set aside or earmarked for incentivizing like very high quality modeling then those individuals would either take that cut again or they would get like a cut of it just because they're like the recurring earner but it's a way to you know incentivize people to do the best work up front you know it uh and this kind of gets into a whole different rabbit hole of like you know yeah people delaying stuff and uh because you know they might want to stretch out their uh how much they're earning or how much they're getting paid anyways i'll digress here but yeah uh, appreciate you guys entertaining my idea You sound like you got a, a lot of um, thoughts in your head, you know, going around. It's uh look forward to talking to you more about these things. That's, that's what's good about great about having a good community. Loads of good ideas coming out, which you don't think from an insider's perspective. And loads of bad ideas. Not today, yeah. but sometimes they happen as well. <laughs> sometimes bad ideas are great ideas. Oh, troubles come in. Well, oh, go on. We have, we have uh, I believe, a another question or this could just be some madness but let's find yeah, out he's, oh. let's find out and there we go we got robo and we got Dove Dove oh wow what a combo see oh it's great in pairs <laughs> <laughs> we've had a couple of a couple of banter sessions what's up Robo uh, well I'm late at the party I mean I've missed how long has this space been going on I've missed all the crack so about minutes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Don't worry. Wait a minute. Wait. A minute. I had a, I had a, still, I had a debate with Rama today about uh, with gelatos in the room. Is gelato building the L one? Is that what's happening or not? Have I missed the party or what? In the long run, if we can't find a hub that's suitable for us, that is the ultimate goal. Is to build our own L one. We don't want to look to that. Uh, area yet because we want to build fun products and focus on that to build your own chain and focus time and resource it's going to take away from the mission so in the short term you know i think we have a good idea of a few different hubs that could be our new home including kajira but in the future if those things don't scale the way we want it to a gelato l1 is definitely on the table well, dude, uh, we had a right debate today, mind. Uh, it was cool as fuck. Like, uh, you know, me, Gaines, uh, Rama, pretty much the three of us, like, going at it. Uh, I was like, we're at a point now where modular stacks are, like, really, really imminent. And there's all these, like, plugins, like, Kojira, the Cosmosm enabled, right? So, like, the, there's going to be the plugins, like, I, like Rom even DM me after. He's like, you're right about, like, this should just wait for, like, Celestia or, like, Dude, you're a perfect like fit for something like Celestia, you guys, man. 
developing your own like client, being able to deploy that as a desktop application on the like, oh, bro, that that kind of shit's a dream. And then you can interact with all these dudes as well, which is the coolest thing about what's happening now. We've all seen the interaction. We've all seen Dove front running everybody on migrating tokens to IBC with Rack <laughs> Dove. You front running cunt. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly, mate. You know, I mean, you, listen, <laughs> it's uh, it's always a pleasure speaking to you, mate. And um, but yeah, if um, if if I could just chip in, um, the gelato guys, I just wanted to say thank you, really, um, for you know, um, obviously p- p- putting putting our specific hats in the ring and um, thinking of us, and we we do appreciate that. And I guess from our side, all I will say is that. Um, Kujira is actually, I would like to think, a really kind of happy community. Um, builders that are kind of, you know, really building for the cause, I think, is is probably important, right? Like we don't have, um, I guess, some of the hangovers and or some of the other weird stuff, right? Like, you know, hey, we're coming out with like this $10 zillion fund that's going to, you know, do all this crazy stuff. It actually is really just um, cool, real people building. I think, you know, Manta... Um, has been a really good example of that, just for just for example. But anyway, um, <clears throat> I don't want to. This isn't like a shill session. I I, um, I apologize for for missing most of this, but I'm going to catch up um, in the recordings and in the transcripts. But yeah, mainly just wanted to say thank you guys and uh, wish you all the best. Genuinely, like with a- everything you guys are doing, um, I mean that honestly. And um, you know, if we become a hub, uh, obviously we'd be grateful and yeah, just reach out to myself and Hans and Brett, you know, any of us are always there on the line. That's something we, we like to pride ourselves in doing. So yeah, we'll, we'll be, we'll, we'll, we'll happily just be, um, up front and center with you guys and help, but yeah, man, just, just give it absolute horns really, you know, just, just go for it. And, um, uh, you know, I just, I love this kind of real development in the ecosystem. So yeah, thank you. Thank you guys. I just wanted to mention this for anyone else who might be in a very similar position to us, whether you're a builder or if you're a current project who's looking to migrate. Like we've had a lot of interactions with different blockchain teams, owners of chains. But I will say this, we have never come across a team like Kajura. Like even before we you know, bought them an idea, it was like, hey, we're trying to do this, that and that. They were very open to meeting with us. We formed a Telegram chat. They're happy to support us. And it's easy for people to do the talk like, hey, we want to build something, build fun stuff, build something that's scalable, build something that's community driven. But most people can't pull it off. You guys continue to talk the talk, walk the walk. And when you say this is like a truly a community thing of real people getting together, building, supporting each other, it honestly feels like that to us, you know. So if anyone else who's also in a similar boat, like reach out to these guys, talk to them. I do feel like Kajira is something that Cosmos really needed. And I hope more people can learn from you guys. So thank you guys for all the support and looking forward to us working a lot closer together to bring this reality of like building fun shit, bringing more people together and just, you know, hopefully take over the world one day. Or, or if you, if you are a developer and you want to get help getting started, you know, in Cosmos and development, you know, I have a bunch of stuff I can give you and, uh, you know, provide whatever support I can. Um, you, you mentioned, um, uh what was it um modularity you know and you know a lot of what we've built at gelato you know we have our smart contracts for mortal coin bad and the lotteries and so on but behind them are other smart contracts internally 
that perform different parts of the functionality that's required um, by, you know, on the back end, some stuff I won't go into because it's kind of like, you know, it's going to sound like mumbo jumbo, but there are like things, tools and different subsystems that make up applications on the back end. And so we've been building things in a way that where as a side effect, we have these useful modular pieces of functionality that aren't related to any one specific app at a high level but they do things that are generally useful to a lot of different kinds of applications. And so, you know, we're going to be looking to deploy those on Kajira as well. So when other developers come on and they need this kind of functionality, for example, if, if you are a developer and you want to build an application that lives solely on the blockchain and you don't want to keep a database that is constantly keeping, trying to stay in sync with, you know, itself and the, and the, the data that's on the blockchain, well, you don't have anything immediately at your disposal that would let your web app like keep, there's nothing to keep track of all the different contracts. Like we, for example, we have uh, raffles, NFT raffles. Each raffle though is its own smart contract. You know, it has its own address. There's nothing, but the, and there's nothing in Cosmos currently that is there that allows you to kind of keep track of it all to, uh, you know, to sort it in different ways to, fil to filter it, you know, to search it. Um, you know, sort by date, sort by, you know, price and so on. But, you know, so we had to build those things, you know, because I'm kind of like having fun trying to keep everything on the on the chain. So this is a side effect of that. We can put that on Kujira now. And so anybody who comes along and they build an application, like they want to build uh, an Etsy or a Craigslist or, or something, anything really that has listings and where each listing of something of that thing is backed by a separate smart contract, they don't have to go figure out how do we now present that in, in a, a web app now? How do we show a gallery? How do we show a grid or, you know, lists of things or do pagination where we go from the, the first 50 to the next 50 and so on? Because we have this generally, you know, general purpose smart contract that you can use for this for the express purpose of keeping track of other smart contracts and allowing your web app to um, efficiently present them. So, um yeah, I'm I'm all about like modularity, you know. I think that the key to the future will be in in this web3 blockchain world will be creating these modules that allow different projects to more easily uh, you know, coordinate and uh, administer data and to share data, user profiles, um, administrative uh, duties, you know, so that so that new apps can tap into pre-existing sources of data that are generic that they can then build upon in their own work, you know. So to, the more that we have on that base level, the more the easier it is for for new applications to, you know, speedily ramp up their own development rather than a bunch of like gigantic projects all trying to do the same thing over and over again and not having any kind of interoperability. So yeah. Um, but thanks for all your your kind words too. Amazing, amazing. Go on, Robert. I don't want to stop you, boy. I just wanted to say, yeah, thank you, Daniel. Uh, that sounds exactly, um, yeah, just just the ticket. So thank you. Cool. Go on, Go on, I'm a pleb. I'm a handle pleb. I'll wait, dude. If you want to reply. <laughs> no, no, no. We're, 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 we're all equals here, Robbo. We're all equals. hand up again and we're going to mute you. And I mean, it's a cardinal, in our world, it's a cardinal, it's a sign of respect. So I'm, what I'm going to say is we're in the same business. 
us and Gelato, right? Uh, we're in the incentivized gaming business. Like, so I'm not going to use the word gambling because we always get fucking shit on the minute we talk about gambling, right? But we all love a gamble, but we can't talk about it. Have you noticed that? Uh, so there's parameters, though, man, that we need that don't fit in with how things work. That's a conversation I was having with Rom at a day where he's like, imagine Robo, you know, small validate the set, like 50 validators, blah, blah, blah. And, and uh, we were having this conversation and like, I get it, man. I've been talking about the dopamine hit. Like, uh, uh, all respect, where respect is due to this people in this conversation. You're all giga brains. I'm not going to come in here and be like a giga player, but like 2 a.m. in the morning. But this is like a conversation I really want to be in. Like, uh, what we do is we provide a dopamine hit, and after the the white wheel uh, flash on attacks, and when we had that, like the two transactions, uh, twelve seconds. I said this before in the space, dude. Can't like imagine on the slots, pulling the slot, and waiting twelve fucking seconds. It's not going to happen. So there's parameters that need to be, you know, and this is the trade off, like. The half a second block times, the, the storage becomes like, like people have been talking about this. I, I, I didn't know exactly how the technicals work, but I'm hearing about like people's going to have, you know, piles of SSDs like lining up around. Like Risby gets what I mean. The gas fees need to be exactly per. I mean, Risby, how do we crack what we're trying to do? Because I've been along with Rack every step of the way. You know what we're going through. You know, we've just migrated pretty much. 3x liquidity, even though I'm not, not confident on our new base. Uh, let's just say that. I'll, I'll not say anything else. But Risby, you know where I'm coming from, bro. There's a lot of things that uh, for us is, is, is incentivized uh, gaming projects, we'll call it. There's a lot of milestones, a lot of steps we haven't achieved yet, yes. I honestly think the best way to deal with these problems is to simply just show people when people think about Web3, everyone says, hey, it's the next internet, it's this or that. But no one, a lot of people truly don't believe it. They see it as a vehicle of financial, you know, a vehicle of doing financial things, but people don't see it truly as a place where we can build just any application, whether you want to be a DEX, a gaming company, an eBay, whatever you want to do, you know, you can build it in Web3. So I agree. I think a lot of these chains that don't consider that, that just see themselves as this like huge monolithic thing that's super slow, they're probably going to die out. You know, I think the closer your chain can be to like, you know, being able to run most general application chains and you also make it in a way we can easily onboard developers. That's how you get the masses to come and adopt it. So I'm glad that people like Raccoon, us, even Team Kajura, we just got to show people that's one of the hardest things you can do because when you have a new idea, when you say something crazy like, hey, Web3 can actually be used for normal development, not just stupid DEXs, people say, what? What are you talking about? That's just such a crazy concept. Let's just keep proving. Let's keep doing it. And I think as we do it, hopefully we'll inspire other people. Like before we came into the scene of Gelato, there were other projects that inspired us, projects like Raccoon. You guys inspired us. We came, we did stuff, and now maybe we've reached certain milestones. Now our hope is that we can continue to inspire other people, make it easy for them. And this is kind of what you, this is the recipe you need to like, you know, have this massive explosion of people, users, liquidity, volume, traffic, everything to come in. So I think we're on the right path. We got to keep pushing a bit harder. And also people like us who believe this is the right narrative, let's all band together and fight these battles, you know, as one. And, and uh, if I can inject there in re, uh, with respect to the gas fees, um, 
you know, it, we need to stop kind of like, we need to move away from a world where the only thing you could do is have Kepler prompt somebody every time they want to sign a transaction and say, and see that they're going to pay, you know, three cents to do this uh, spin or this, you know, pull the lever on some game or something. That's, that's not good. That's not a good user experience. And it's important that it be a good user experience. Like a lot of time developers are just kind of like, or people, yeah, developers, they, they, they kind of diminish the importance of the user experience. They think that if they just add all the functionality in the world and it does all these great things that people are going to somehow, they're going to care. But if it's, if it, if it's a piece of shit, I mean, nobody's going to care, you know, and um, the gas fees tie into that whole thing about like something being perceived as a piece of shit. If it seems super expensive just to update your profile or to perform some action in the game and you want people to be, you know, doing tr a lot of transactions because it's a general purpose app, you know, they they got to do a bunch of different actions and, you know, you, you don't want them to be charged a lot of money just to do a normal workflow on your application. And, you know, we, we need on the, on the layer one level, we need to be thinking about how we can, you know, abstract out the gas fees for the user, you know, to allow, you know, in our case, we have this staking of the house contract. It would be nice to be able to pay fees on behalf of our users out of that backend revenue that we're generating rather than kind of just presenting it every step of the way to the user, reminding them that they're going to pay, you know, three, four cents for this thing. It just doesn't make sense. And so in order to, to make, you know, Web3 success more generally, we need to either come up with a bunch of workarounds that involve more like Web2 components, like doing transactions on our own server backend on other people's behalf, which honestly is not preferable, you know, the, the, but the first, like the, the, you know, plan A would be to just, to focus in on, you know, I guess making the um, the fee modules on the on the blockchains more flexible in this regard, and allowing fees to be paid out of some other account than the user's account, and um, we need to be like lobbying all of these uh, wallet makers, uh, you know, Kepler and and so on, to kind of think about more intelligent workflows that kind of. Uh, you know, allow their their wallets to be used um, for other things besides DeFi, where people might not, you know, they they want to be prompted, they want to see that they're going to do a transaction, they might want to see like they don't care about three cents, they're they're doing some kind of financial transaction, so it makes sense to have a fee there. But if you have an application where you're, you know, somebody who's going to make a post, you know, to sell something like on a peer to peer marketplace or something like that, why do we need to? we need to show them that they're going to do like a four cent transaction. You know, this is going to cost them money if we don't have to, if we could cover that in our, by, through our own, uh, you know, by paying it out of our own business revenue. It's like, that's what we should do. Just like a normal business. We normal business ha has to pay hosting expenses. You know, we don't prompt the user to pay us a little bit of money every time they do something to say, we got to pay for our infrastructure. We need to get out of that mentality and, and make it, truly make it like a, as easy to use as normal, you know, non web three websites. <sighs> yeah. <so laughs> it's I I'm worked up about this a little bit because, you know, was, I, I've been trying to make this case for a while and um, you know, gelato got kind of sucked in recently to some drama with the trying to, you know, lower the fees. And it, it seemed like the argument got like, we, we wanted to lower the fees back down to a previous level because of this whole thing. We wanted yeah, to. No, no, not worth getting into Daniel, but I think you definitely covered it. Um, no, yeah. we need to make these things more accessible in modern web two. You don't charge your customers for every interaction on the site. It's horrible business mm -hmm. uh, user experience. And we need to make that, yeah. you know, same case within web three as well. So we're building technologies to help endure at that end. And it also will be nice to see other chains sort of focused on similar things, how to increase user experience. Mm -hmm.
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What a fucking good episode. Hell yeah. Classy <laughs> stuff. So, oh, it's muted. You got was that the wrong one? I've got a soundboard, and things happen. What the hell, Danny? What is going on, bruv? I don't know. Anyway, from from my side, like just a quick one. Um, Yeah, you guys are literally uh, speaking our language, revenue, um, treating this as a business, uh, and that is just honestly music to our ears. So yeah, I'm. I think that speaking more would be a really good idea. Um, We clearly share the same values, which is awesome. And yeah, let's build like actual businesses. Uh, I see Robbo laughing. Fuck you, boy. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) I'm not talking about your fancy way of naming gambling. I'm talking about, you know, other things. But uh, (laughs) anyway, anyway, uh, love love you guys. Really um, great stuff. And let's keep chatting. Awesome stuff. Uh, I, I think that's a perfect time to wrap it up. Wrap, yeah. it, wrap it up on a, yeah. on a great yeah. Yeah. I, I do want to say something to you guys, the Coogee cast. You guys have been beyond phenomenal, great conversations. You've been incredible hosts. And one of the things we didn't touch upon is, you know, our NFT core, our core NFT collection series one through three gives you VIP experience on our discord, our platform revenue sharing. We would love to give you guys a series one for free. So each of you guys, if you want, DM me a charge address. We'll give you our series one NFT. This will give you VIP experience. And just for our way to say thank you guys for being so fucking incredible. I wish more chains had like a show like this that's dedicated. Oh, that's that's lovely. I really, really appreciate that. I really appreciate that. Well, thank you so much for yeah. coming on as well. And, and, uh, you know, and like, it, it's it's been great to hear everything you guys are doing. It does, you know, it's it's uh, yeah. it's it used to be you know, the the things you guys are trying to do are sort of the things that are close to our heart with Kajira as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, you know, um, we, we definitely look forward to to you back on in, in the future whenever you want. Like, oh yeah, of course. Floor yeah. is always open for you guys. Yeah. Friends, friends. Now we're friends. You yeah. can't get rid of us. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to come and stay stay with you soon yeah if you got a free couch thanks so much and thanks everyone that listened and tuned in uh, you're all very lovely and very attractive and um, yeah we'll see uh, see everyone in the future bye Motherfuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse Misrepresenting the first Come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of trash Is under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and plate Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless Trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets Dead ants dragging out the max amount of payments Red down pays, got them acting all bankless Yo fam, what? Check these tokenomics They probing this bear, flexing broken honest I had to lay my soul down, I'm just roasting honest And then to end a long day, 11 bowls of chronic Never known the politic, I was born to frolic It's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot We got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top We like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible
possible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Flick the cap, yo, the road is highly involved Flip a coin, diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked and non-toxic Just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage Like the shit is played for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybelines They call it implausible When model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your community All these low-hanging fruits Bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach Coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts And send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release When I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs We got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king You better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud Looking for mercy Before they find themselves Working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first Before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape and blunder the earth Say and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Spaces. Spaces.